0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe.
1: Garoppolo thrown down. Brian Burns gets there. Spider Man. What a pass rush by Burns! See how quickly he got to the edge. and got this is
0: Desmond Johnson him. on the Believe in Carolina Panthers podcast. Here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available in your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can also find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. And welcome into a brand new edition of the Believe in Carolina Panthers podcast. I'm your host Desmond Johnson, joined by Sports Illustrated beat writer Skylar Callahan and the Panthers' all-time leading rusher Jonathan Stewart. You can catch us every week. Brand new episodes throughout the season here on the Believe Podcast Networks. Um, maybe we got a little bit to talk about Panthers. Uh, <laughs> Panthers lose 20, twenty-four to ten, week one to the Atlanta Falcons. We'll chop that up. Um, of course, we're going to start off this episode with. Uh, What happened last night in the Monday night football game, uh, Jets and Bills. Uh, Of course, the big news in the NFL this week is Aaron Rodgers and what happened last night. We'll get you uh, situated with that. Actually, we might get an official notification while we are on live. Uh, We'll be here with you probably till about 1030 Um, today. Tell the truth Tuesday. Something new will start going on throughout the season. What is something that we saw individually? From the Panthers that you didn't expect to see, good or bad, from this previous game on Sunday. We'll give you the latest from the Brian Burns contract situation. Uh, perspective on the Falcons. Good team, or did Carolina just give one away? A Saints preview, as the, uh, the the Panthers will take on the Falcons on Monday night football. I didn't realize there's two Monday night football games uh, this uh, Monday. We're, we're actually at 7 o'clock uh, on ESPN, and there's another one on ABC and uh, ESPN+. Plus. So there are two. Monday Night Football games uh, this Monday night. And then, of course, it's regular season. So that usually means we've got enough stuff that we've seen where we can do our Tell Them Why You're Mad.
2: Yeah, Yo, I'm going to tell you why we're mad, I'm going to tell you why we're uh, mad, You
0: can participate in that if you're watching the show. Um, if you're watching us live, you can go to YouTube.com forward slash at Tobacco Road Sports Radio uh, or the Facebook watch page for Tobacco Road Sports Radio. Comment in the, se- in the comment section and we'll respond to it live. Uh, appreciate everybody that's been following us. And uh, everybody that's been supporting the show and the Believe Podcast Networks. Before we get into anything else, though, let's uh, hear real quick from our friends over at Bet Online. Uh, Bet Online, football is back. I'm sorry, I'm reading off a really small font. Football is back, and Bet Online is your number one information source for all your sports wagering info with up to the minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips. Bet online's real-time updates on statistics, news, and odds. From week one all the way to the college football playoff and Super Bowl, Bet online gives you access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. And where we start is with that man in New York, Aaron Rodgers. Um, four snaps had four snaps and then went down. I was actually uh, doing a uh, high school coaches show uh, at a a brewery in Greensboro that had like TVs up everywhere. So they had the Monday night football game up and uh, a friend ran over and told us what had happened. We started watching what was going on and I got a chance to kind of see it. And on Twitter, they had the angle, like right on top of his calf. And you can kind of see it uh, coil, I guess, um, so it kind of at that point I kind of knew because there was people asking me like, "Well, would he be able to walk off the field if it was an Achilles?" And my first thought was, "Kobe Bryant shot two free throws with a torn Achilles and walked back to the bench. Like you can walk with a torn Achilles. It's just I think he described it like it's like your 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 uh, your foot doesn't have any pullback. Like it's literally just kind of almost dangling there because there's the Achilles. It almost rolls up your your leg, kind of like a fruit roll up. Um, what what were your guys' thoughts on this? Because that was an emotional game. Um, I got home and I wasn't even going to watch it because Aaron Rodgers wasn't playing anymore. And I knew that, uh, that, that Zach Wilson was out there. And I was like, eh, I don't know if I want to watch a rock fight. And I came back and watched the second half. I'm kind of glad I did because it actually turned into a pretty entertaining game. Um, Stu, l- let me get your thoughts on this, being a former player and being in situations where uh, you've been hurt yourself. You've had uh, key players, teammates that have been hurt at uh, points of a season where it wasn't suitable. Um, what, what's the What's the... What's the vibe like with the Jets, you think, this morning?
2: Um, this morning, I mean, they're confident. <laughs> you, you know, okay. they're a good team. They're a good team with out Aaron Rodgers. Um, and they know how to, you know, get through adversity. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, that's one of the things that you go into a season hoping doesn't happen. Like, you hope that your starting quarterback, your franchise guy, does not go down with a season-ending injury. Um, And it happened. And, you know, we're going to see a lot of these types of things happen throughout the year for a lot of teams where, you know, one moment changes the trajectory of, you know, the entire football season for some teams. Um, What I think for the Jets, what they proved last night was, no, no, we're 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 just fine. We've been here before, you know. We have Zach Wilson, um, and I think at the end of the day, too, like they might be in a better situation than they were last year with Zach Wilson being under uh, Aaron Rodgers for the time that he's been able to be there. Um, and now, you know, if Aaron Rodgers is rehabbing around you know, the stadium and still showing up to meetings and stuff like that, you know that's a mentor that you have in in your hip pocket. Um, So if I'm the Jets, you know, I'm not totally discouraged. Um, I'm encouraged, and it's go time. You don't have time to sit around and, you know, feel sorry for yourself and feel sorry for, you know, that position and for Aaron Rodgers. I mean, yeah, everybody hates that he's hurt, but these guys got a job to do, and they got to show up today, watch film, heal up. And get back after get back after it, um, you know, for the rest of the week and for the rest of the season. I thought it was pretty
0: um, pretty cool to watch the the Jets rally like in that game, like to see that team be up here. Like this is eight months mm-hmm. of just anticipation of this dude, and and for like that stadium just deflated. Like there was no juice in that stadium after that happened for a while. Not just immediately after, but good hour and a half two hours later it still felt like that when i came back to the game uh late in the third um skylar your thoughts here on this because we well our predictions are wild i don't even want to go off of our <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to look at ours because ours are all over the place but we had the jets as one of the teams getting into the uh, the playoffs in the afc the afc is stacked we left some teams out like i realized we left san diego out um uh, what uh a- can the Jets do this with Zach Wilson at quarterback? Because it feels yeah. like we're going to get an announcement here in a little bit. And I'm watching Twitter while we're doing this that uh, that that Rodgers is probably done for the
1: season. Yeah, I mean, I think they definitely can. Like Stu said, this is a loaded roster. And, you know, we saw it last year with San Francisco, and they had all those quarterbacks they're rotating into the mix because of all the injuries they had. And they still made it deeper to the playoffs. They're one game away from the Super Bowl. So I think when you have a, a roster that talented – you don't necessarily have to have the Aaron Rodgers guy at quarterback. Now, obviously, it'd be nice to have one of those types of dudes, but you can get by without it as long as you play clean football. And I think you could look at it, and, it, and it's very easy for Jets fans to look at this as the glass, the glass half empty, but you could look at it as this is maybe a good thing because this will give you your answer on Zach Wilson sooner than later because now you don't have to worry about what that succession plan is like after Aaron Rodgers is done playing. Because if he looks good now, you're going to know that that's your guy moving forward. Where if he goes out there and it's just a struggle bus every single week and he's throwing picks, the team's not playing competitive football offensively, then you know when Aaron's done, you got to find somebody else. So I think this is almost a good thing for the Jets in terms of – now, obviously, you don't want to ever have your guy go down, but this is a good thing – for them to get that evaluation, like Stu said, he's going to have Aaron in his back pocket this entire time, feeding him all these tips and advice. And I thought he looked pretty decent in the preseason. And who knows how much of that was just because Aaron is here and in, in helping him in practice. But I would also say, if Zach the, the, for, the, for the Jets, what they want out of Zach Wilson is for them to really make it tough to go back to Aaron Rodgers. And I'm not saying that he's going to supplant Aaron as the starter next season. But what I'm saying is, if he goes out and throws 33 touchdowns and only seven picks, 4,000 some yards, and they win 13 games and they go to the AFC championship, that's hard to go and and make a change, even if it is Aaron Rodgers. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's hard to make that change. You want that type of success. You want them or you want Zach to make it a very difficult decision, even though we all know the truth. It's going to go back to Aaron.
2: I just yeah if that. I'm Zach Wilson, I'm taking this as an opportunity yeah. to go out there and lay it all on the line.
0: He was the number two overall pick two years ago. Yeah. You know, like and yeah. we kind of put him on the trash heap off of really one year where the team wasn't really ready yet to, to elevate and they built it around Aaron instead of Zach. And uh I agree from watching Hard Knocks, it did feel like Zach Wilson kind of took a maturity leap over the past year with Aaron Rodgers there. And if Aaron Rodgers is going to be in the building uh, rehabbing, and that's a little other question too, does he rehab? Like, does he come back for another year after this? Because an Achilles is a long rehab and like a six to eight month type deal. And that's when you're like, young. oh yeah. I mean, so, this, this yeah. could
1: be something that affects him long-term and at his age, I mean, you got to wonder, I mean, he, he thought about retiring the last two seasons. So who knows? I mean, how, how crazy would that be that all this hype, all this expectations for the Jets to get Aaron Rodgers? They finally get him. And maybe he only plays four snaps ever. In a J-U. Yeah. That would be nuts. That, that would be
0: nuts. And that's the thing, too. Like just watching. <laughs> I felt it not just Jets fans, but like football fans. We were just all kind of like, oh, really? All like, the energy just sucked out. Yeah, like, lot long tough. faces
1: and tough. It's a tough deal.
0: It reminded me, not it's not exactly the same thing, but Stu, I think you were on this team, uh, the 2006 Panthers. Uh, mm-hmm. After, after, yeah. The, yeah, no, were you not
2: there yet? Um, man, that's a that's a long time ago, bro. <laughs> <laughs> From 2008, yeah. man. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Okay, so um, it, it was the year. Uh,
0: yeah, because the year before, we didn't have any running backs. That's why we mm-hmm. lost the NFC Championship game. Uh, like, everybody got hurt. Goins got hurt. Like, everyone was hurt. And uh, it was the Steve Smith Triple Crown year where he won uh, receiving yards, touchdowns, touchdowns, uh, touchdowns, receiving yards, and catches, and dismantled the Bears in the playoffs. They got to the NFC Championship game against the Seahawks and ran out of running backs. Seahawks went to the Super Bowl. The next year, the Panthers were, like, the darling pick to get to the Super Bowl because of what they did. And that first game against Green Bay, it was a Monday night football game. uh, Steve Smith broke his leg, and he was out for the whole year. And we went into, like, this one-and-seven slide. Like, we just could not get out of our own way. Now, I will say Jake DeLome and Moose Muhammad, they they got turned around, and they actually made a run towards the end of the year where they were threatening to get in the playoffs. And they they got to the point where they were that team you didn't really want to see in December Mm -hmm. because they got in a roll. This Jets team is way more equipped to – sustain this if they play the way they played last night that defense i don't know if it was josh allen or the jets but i think it was more josh Allen. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, feel, I feel like i saw some 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 glimpses of last year towards the end of the season of josh allen mm-hmm. which was like him just not seeing seeming like he was confident in where he was throwing and what he was doing um And I saw that throughout the whole game. So it could just be a mixture of both
0: like usual. He had a couple of times where he was running the ball and would not get down. And even Troy said it on the call. He was like, man, man, you got to get down, man. Like like, there was one where two Jets, I think it was Quentin Williams and somebody else, like literally hit him like this as he was running. He had no thought process of getting down whatsoever. He just took the hit, (laughs) sprung up, and went back to the huddle. And I even on my couch was like, oh. And then Troy was like, man, Josh Allen's got to learn to get down <laughs> on the ground, man. I know he's the size of a defensive end, but even Cam would get down. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he would get on the ground. Like, he would, he would truck a guy if he needed to, but he wasn't like – it wasn't his mentality to just not think about falling down. And Josh Allen's getting into that category. I feel like we've given a lot of smoke to Dak Prescott for being loose with the football and nitpicking his game. We probably should start nitpicking Josh Allen, shouldn't we? Because he's kind of – been rotting this coattail of past three years of success with the bills and he's a less than 60 percent completion passer he's reckless with his body like literally he throws his body into defenders and he's reckless with the football like he had three interceptions to the same dude last night <laughs> like i mean that's that takes a lot of talent to throw the ball to the same guy in the secondary three times. Bryce tried to do it on Sunday, but, you know, he only got two. But, but hey, Josh Allen is a pro. He got to that guy three
1: times. That's now. the the thing about, like, even if you're a big quarterback that can absorb those hits. Like, back in the day when I played, like, we had this this quarterback kind of similar playing style. You would He's just bigger and stronger than everybody. He just mowed through people. He didn't like to slide either. And our coach would always tell him, like, just because you can do it doesn't mean you need to always do that. Like, you can you need to take those senseless hits out of your game because one of these times you're going to get clocked or something may happen where you get a low shot and all of a sudden you you hurt yourself. So just because you can do it doesn't mean you have to do it every single play. You have to do it in meaningful situations, whether it's a third and got to have it, fourth and got to have it, or you're near the end zone. It's something like that. You don't need to be doing it on first and ten. At the ball when the ball's in midfield, like there's no sense in that. So well, right.
0: we'll, we'll, uh, we'll keep an eye on that. If something comes down while we're, uh, while we're on this morning, we'll let you know. Um, it's funny too, because when I went over to Twitter, the first thing I see that's trending right now, Cam Newton, is there even a
1: let the man be man. Just- <laughs> is
0: there? Even, is there even a shot of that. I look, mean, I don't look, even know. I,
1: I've, I've seen it too. and... And I, if Cam wants to play, I, I hope that he gets his opportunity. I really do. But at the end of the day, like, we, we've we seen Cam not be at his best. And, I, again, and I said this at the end of last year, I can probably speak for a lot of people in saying that we don't want to see Cam back out there, not be at his best, and then everyone remember him for that last two to three years that he tried to play, and it wasn't the Cam Newton you all remember. Right, exactly. You want to have that good memory of what Cam Newton was. I don't think you need to go out there and ruin that and, and put some staleness on it.
0: And now it's been two straight seasons where he hadn't played. So I even saw uh uh Jamel Hill mention Colin Kaepernick needs to get a call. And I'm like, Colin Kaepernick it's been like a decade. Yeah. 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 Colin Kaepernick hasn't even suited up in seven years. Like I think the just, most yeah. realistic
1: the most realistic thing would be Tom Brady. I mean yeah. he just Oh. Last year, so. <laughs> oh, God, here we go. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, I was waiting. I
0: was. I was looking at the clock. I was like, "How?" long I wonder. Tom Brady. Uh, now, now, obviously, yeah, if he was he, with Tom, the Raiders,
2: Tom would be the funniest football player in history oh, along with one of the best obviously the best quarterback a, in history. A,
1: <laughs> well, he do but that with that? him, yeah, that's the thing. I, I don't know. With him being a minority order owner with the Raiders, I don't know if he would I'm sure he would have to sell that stake. Yeah. To, to I don't I don't think that's gonna happen.
0: I don't think it's worth it. His Fox no. deal is gonna start until he decides it
1: starts. So uh <laughs> wouldn't it be wouldn't it just be nice to have three hundred million just waiting <laughs> on you that's I mean, I'll, I'll take it here in a couple of years. Like when I, I decide to finally man.
0: stop doing all the other fun stuff I'm doing and just sit here and talk on the camera all day and make yeah. thirty million hey, a year.
1: Maybe, maybe Ben Roethlisberger. Huh.
2: huh.
1: You don't. You don't. You don't need him to do, to do a whole lot. And let's be honest, the Jets have a lot more playmakers than the Steelers did in his last year. They got damn good defense too. Like he and he, can, and he can absorb the hits from the offensive line. We we know that. but mean, I, ball. I, that, ball that, ball. Year, that year
2: off, man. That year <laughs> off. <We're> talking <laughs> off.
0: ourselves in the Big Ben and the Jets? Wow, it's 9.55 in the morning. Nah, don't time don't be time. doing that. Don't be doing
1: that. <laughs> Stick to Zach Wilson. But I'm just yeah. saying, if they are interested, that's probably more realistic than a Cam Newton or Colin Kaepernick. Oh, yeah, I God, think
2: God. at the end of the day, Zach Wilson is the play. He's – the second Absolutely. string. He was listed as a second string for a reason. Yeah. Whenever you have a depth chart that's set for a reason, if they wanted someone else that was going to be in there to come start. He, they would have replaced Zach Wilson with that guy already. If so, Andy think, Dalton
1: is somebody that the Jets are interested
2: in. Ooh, now nah, we,
1: we, yeah. so we can um, do so Yeah. But, but that's yeah. a tough situation because if you're in the event Bryce would go down. Them. Yeah, I wouldn't do.
2: I wouldn't do anything with our our set our our depth chart. We need depth. We need to keep our depth. We need to keep our structure. <laughs> we need to keep all our vets where they are right now. Like, let's not mess with that. That was. Let's, let's I had to continue this
0: this road of development. I had Skyler's voice in my head uh, watching our game Sunday. I feel bad for you. <laughs> because the main thing you've been hammering home the past couple of weeks with this is that uh, the main issue this team's gonna have is depth, like, and we refuse to believe you, or we just didn't want to hear you, or anything, yeah,
2: we but, didn't want to hear you. It was like, yeah, whatever, <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> First game, we're about One to airs, airs, out, out the, out the Falcons, what but as mean, we as I, as I
0: watched that game, I was just like, dang, like, we we are thin, like, I, I don't, I haven't, sure I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't got an update. Have you got an update on JC Horn yet in terms of uh, no, status? Wolf.
1: We'll probably hear tomorrow from Frank, but it, it doesn't sound like – I mean, again, I don't want to be putting speculation out there, but I would be very shocked if he played on Monday night. I mean
0: – I mean, it was it a hamstring and hamstring, it was no contact.
1: Yeah, hamstrings are tough to come back from. I mean, DJ Shark's been dealing with his for, I don't know, since middle of August, and mm-hmm. it's almost middle of September. So if that gives you any sort of timeline – I mean, I, I don't want to, again, start speculation, but – this could be a thing where if he that he could end up on IR, it just depends on the severity of it and, and how they evaluate the timeline. So, we'll probably know tomorrow. Yeah, you're
2: definitely but, at four to six weeks for a completion of uh, like a, a complete and healing,
1: and that's yeah. something you do not want to rush back from.
2: Yeah, you know, so you can I mean, have a lot of
0: setbacks. So, you're dealing with Dante Jackson and CJ Henderson, uh, at cornerback, and um, Troy we're gonna be yeah, Troy Hill actually. He
1: played all right. Well, you um, pleasure.
0: Yeah. Uh, CJ Henderson did not. Uh, no. <laughs> we'll, uh, we, we're going to – we're kind of holding the Panther stuff because one of the reasons why we decided to start doing this on Tuesdays is because, uh, fellas, I did it again right after the game on Sunday. I got on Facebook, started poking around, went to some of these –
1: I've been warning them for, for years.
0: <sighs> Man, it was uh, – wow. <laughs> Fire Frank Wright, trade Bryce Young, Let's get into the uh, Shadur Sanders sweepstakes. All this. I'm like, it is one game. Nonsense. It is September. It is one game. And we've abandoned this entire thing. It's like they just feel like the coaching staff doesn't have the ability to adjust. And I'm like, that's kind of – isn't that why we brought this staff here? (laughs) It was because we
1: thought – And I I really hate to bring this up because there has been some really good football teams here in Carolina. And I'm not taking anything away from what Cam and Stu and all those guys did, Luke TD. But – if we're looking at the totality of this thing since the, fr- the franchise has been around, and David Tepper talked about this, that they have to install a winning culture here. There's been some really good football teams that have made it very far. But let's not be fooled. Let's not let's not fool ourselves here. This isn't the San Francisco 49ers that have been in one five or six Super Bowls and Pittsburgh Steelers that won six Super Bowls. You have to build that up. The fans' expectations are as if they are the 49ers, Cowboys, or Steelers. That's not where the expectations should lie. You have to win, establish that culture before you can earn that respect around the league. That's why everyone else messes with you as when, you know, all these Cowboys fans coming at you because they haven't earned that respect yet. Yeah. Let's let's tamper the expectations a little bit. One yeah. loss is not going yeah. to end the world. Okay, everyone's going to lose a game. Yeah. yeah, it's
2: almost like they expect them to be 17 and 0. I'm like,
1: one team's done yeah. it. That's it.
2: Yeah, yeah. We, we, we got 16 <laughs> games left. So it's out there on the table to be 16 and one. I'm just going to throw that out there, too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I saw a lot of. Dude, emotion. I, I made that bet last year with you that if the Panthers <laughs> made the playoffs, I would shave my head. Hey. I will do it again. But this year, if the Panthers don't make the playoffs, Des on the season recap shows got to wear it, too.
2: You got to wear a, a, wear a too? <laughs>
1: yeah, a little too. Okay. What is that? Toupe. A toupee. Oh, yeah, you <laughs> oh. <laughs> If they
0: do what? If they make the playoffs? If they don't. If they don't. Yeah. And All if right. they
2: do, you're going to shave your head and your eyebrows. Yes. Oh, I,
0: yeah, yeah. I got to keep
2: something here. Yeah. I mean, Lord.
0: Don't do that to his wife now. I'm gotta eat like,
2: you to to like an alien. And you got to eat a tub of mayonnaise. <laughs> just saw that on twitter
0: like a mayonnaise eating contest these two dudes yes, oh now i tell it. you
2: i hate mayonnaise bro i hate mayonnaise. <laughs> I, I know i'm getting old because the, the, duke's, older I man- get more the duke's mayonnaise bowl ba- duke's mayo bowl oh <laughs> lord I mean, have mercy you oh, see the oh, dude the just pouring
1: it all over him at the yeah. college game day
2: I mean, <laughs> lord. oh
1: yo
0: speaking of college game day
2: do you believe
0: our boy, yes, Dion, I believe. Our boy Dion, man,
1: two and zero, two and zero, yeah. and that's going to be
0: our new little, uh, our little tag here. Do you? I'm, do you, a, do
1: you I'm, Dion? I'm a little sour about that, by the way, because I'm oh, going up to the backyard brawl this week, and that was supposed to be where the game day was going. Oh, they're not going so, to Colorado yet. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you look around the whole landscape of college football this week, and there's not a more intense game than the backyard brawl, but yet they're going to Colorado, Colorado State. And yeah. don't get me wrong, I love Dion. I love Prime. But they got USC at home in two weeks. They could have waited. I don't care. They nah, could have waited. You can't
2: wait. You got to track Dion everywhere <sighs> he goes. Because yeah, this is my, this guy. is must
0: see TV now. Like this is
2: listen, Dion's a winner.
0: Yeah, yeah. Period.
2: Like he's the real. best at- Listen, <laughs> we're talking about a coach that hey. at one point in time, it could be considered one of. It might be one of the best athletes to ever touch the 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 ah.
0: earth. I've always said him and uh Bo Jackson are kind of like right there for me in terms of two dudes that could do pretty much whatever they wanted to in whatever right. field. <laughs> but like, like when
2: you when you say you're gonna do something and you do it like what what's more like what's more of a man code than that oh like, this uh dude's a man bro
0: Haskell shelton uh asked, do three and O ducks beat three and o Colorado I think that's oh, it, man. look Orton. Orton,
2: look we're gonna Orton. talk about that when we come but look who <laughs> would tell you. The, the Ducks, if they lose, like because of Dion in Colorado and everything that Dion stands for, like it's hard to bet against Dion. Yeah. It's hard to do that.
1: He's and so- it's hard to
2: go. Jesus. And it's hard to be against it because he's doing so much good for these kids. He's like, he went to Colorado and told these the kids that were there, first time these kids probably heard any honesty in their life hmm. get in the transfer portal so that way you can actually go play football somewhere else because you're not playing here i'm not going to draw you i'm not going to drag this thing out i'm not going to make it to where you might have wishful thinking no i want you to play but just not here go in the transfer portal because we coming. and then he brought his boys and he told them hey look get on the train because we got somewhere to go we got somewhere to be we coming and then as you hear he say we here and clearly this man is here he is arrived I'm all for it. So, Ducks, Colorado, I hope my Ducks pull it out. But if they don't, I'm going to be back here kicking it.
1: What, what really? I'm interested, is, what I'm interested <laughs> in seeing is how long it takes for all of college football, whether it's analysts or fans, to kind of get past this narrative of Shador is just Dion's kid and yeah. that he is actually Shador Sanders, who is a damn good football player. Like, how long when, is that going to take?
0: I hate when they call Shiloh uh, Sanders' other son. Like they don't even call him Shiloh. They're yeah, this like, oh, well, like, other kid uh, made a play. I'm like, come on, man, he's got a name. <laughs> like they ain't both just Dion's kids. Like and and yeah. uh, they're and Shadour is playing. Is Shadour the Heisman favorite right now? Uh, I, I, I
1: would still say Caleb Williams right now, but yeah, I mean, Shador's right there.
0: He's I mean, got to be like right there. Like he's he and his Shador like,
1: versus Caleb Boyd in two weeks is gonna be that's gonna be oh, and that's, that Colorado
0: too. Like that, that <laughs> yeah. is gonna be the college game has got to be there for that one. If they're both undefeated going in, that's uh, what I'm saying. Yeah. By that point, Colorado's probably in the top 10 if they're undefeated. They're 18th this week. It, hell, if hell, they, they got Colorado State this week and then uh that Oregon game. If they get to Oregon and they're undefeated and beat Oregon, they'll be in the top 10 like that week. Like the media. Yeah. The sportsmen, they love a story like this where they can g- gravitate to a team that's got personalities like this and just push them to the moon. This is what I was saying the other week that, like, they kind of remind me of 0405 USC, like, not as talented. I'm not talking like
1: no, that. Yeah. Buzz. I mean, yeah. No, buzz, no disrespect. You no disrespect to, to Stu, but I mean, the Pac 12 has been trash for years. And it's, it's just, funny it's how been, all of a trash. sudden this all year all of a sudden this year where well, there's it's the
2: last year and there's just being oh and popping going off with a
0: bang y'all got like uh what is it, like six teams in the top 25 this week i think so man like just what and of course the two pack 12 teams left oregon state and washington state is that what it is washington
1: state beat uh who they beat someone in the sec last week i think
0: yeah i think they might be ranked now um Oregon State's ranked like Oregon a, State's uh, playing uh, well.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not <laughs> the bottom, man. It's <laughs> it's everybody except for part. Stanford. Stanford got boat raced by somebody. I can't remember who it was. USC.
2: Oh, yeah. USC. yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we'll and keep there
2: was, <laughs> Hey, man, Caleb Williams looked out there making them boys look like they were statues.
0: <laughs> hey, shout out to Tampa for screwing up the uh, tank for Caleb Williams sweepstakes by winning on Sunday. I don't think anybody expected Baker Mayfield to come out and do what he did. But hey do you yeah, believe that's what he told me hey
2: <laughs> good job shout out to beckon mayfield man like he left the panthers went to the rams started started balling he got him a job in tampa i just hope man. and pray that the panthers do what they're supposed to do when it's our turn to play them let's get okay so
0: we've 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 made y'all wait long enough we've gone about 28 minutes into it we we got through everything we want aaron Rodgers, Dion, all of that let's go ahead and dig into this uh panthers and falcons 24 to 10 was the final uh do yourself a favor and go back and rewatch that game uh if you have not because if you're just kind of looking at the box score and you're like man the panthers lost by two touchdowns to me that's just a very uninformed fan like if you watched the game it was pretty tight all the way through the fourth quarter pretty much and uh to me it all came down of turnovers. Like, if we don't have the three turnovers, that's a completely different game. And when they happen and where they happen, and I count in the first quarter, that first drive, that's when they went all hard. the way down, yeah, that 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 fourth and one that they didn't convert, that play call was just weird for fourth and one. Just, just line up and lean on the, the defensive line. <laughs> I mean, it's a yard. Like, every just NFL, all. Line, every NFL <laughs> line, to me, should be able to get one yard. Like, you know what I mean? Like every all 32, teams. I they don't care how bad you are, but
1: yeah, I, I questioned it when it happened. I was like, why did we not go under center here? It's yeah. The one. Like, and
0: it was like a weird formation. They were doing some kind of weird diamond looking thing. And Chuba, like, he thought a hole was going to be there when he got the ball and it wasn't. And there were, he just, he didn't know enough to <laughs> kick it out. He could have just kicked it to the outside and probably got there, but he still ran into the line. <laughs> he ran into it anyway. And we didn't get, I count that as a fourth turnover because of where it happened. We would have went up seven to nothing. Um uh, instead it flipped momentum. Falcons go back the other way. The two the two Bryce interceptions. Uh, you know what? I'll let you guys talk about those interceptions first before I go into them because that was the thing that was getting me frustrated going into Facebook groups, people talking about his size and stuff like that. Those interceptions mm-hmm. had nothing to do with his height. Like
1: no, he
0: just got schemed <laughs> to me. Like they just schemed, they put a robber out there and he basically scammed him and it hey, almost same interception
1: twice. Bates knew it. And he he said in the post game that like with no vertical threat in this game, AKA DJ charge, they were going to have to throw a lot over the middle and short. So he was ready. He was anticipating those throws. So that Mm -hmm. first one, I I don't really put the blame on. I, I, I put the blame on on Bryce, but it was just a really good play, I think, by by Jesse Bates. But the second one bryce admitted it he's like i've got i can't just make assumptions based off coverages so when you do that 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 just tells you right then and there he was just trying to to fit something in that really wasn't there and you could see i from the press box angle at mercedes benz is really weird we're like in the corner of the end zone facing that way toward the play, and you could see it the whole way coming and i was like oh boy this is going to be a pick and sure enough jesse jumps it again and but, I mean, hey, hats off to him. I, I think he uh, – I don't know if they announced it yet, but, I mean, he's got to be defensive player of the week, right? Three turnovers? Probably, yeah, I'd imagine. Uh, if Well, for the NFC,
0: the dude from the Jets yeah. got to be the one uh, in the AFC, I would imagine. Um, so, I'm looking at the box score, and the Panthers led uh, passing yards, rushing yards, uh, time of possession. They had the ball like ten minutes longer than the Falcons did. And I was thinking about turnovers. It's just turnovers. It's I, turnovers. I got to a, a guy online about it. He's like, well, you can't just if this and that happened, then this would happen. I'm like, well, literally, that's what happened. Like, if they don't turn the ball over three times, they
2: don't give up 17 points, probably. And
0: Turner probably yeah.
2: a rock fight. Yeah, I'm definitely I'm I'm sure they scored 17 points on the turnovers, right? They did, yep. Uh, and yep. so, I mean, when you talk Two about short field, yeah. yeah, yeah. When you when you talk about turnovers, especially in a short field, that's a momentum shift. It's not just giving the ball to the other team, it's giving them momentum. And so, like, a, a division rivalry game, like, you don't want to do those types of things. And we all know that. It happened. And, and that's what I account this, you know, this loss to. I don't really necessarily think the Falcons are all of that. Me like quarterback, <laughs> their quarterback, uh, man, what? If yeah, I'm the, uh, if I'm the Falcons, I'm hoping and praying that the quarterback was like sleep or something. Now, <laughs> because,
0: now that was 15 for 18, but only for 115 yards. And- yeah, he was out
2: there. He was out there to throwing to the
1: ball. Scared.
2: In fact, it's what
1: so was,
2: easy. I don't know it, what
1: it reminds me of a joke. My Geico, getting a free ad in there. y'all Get y'all insurance.
0: Just shoved Geico. it in there. Um, it's
2: not the
1: Gecko, it's L- Geico, it's Geico. Didn't Ritter have like 24
0: yards or something at the half passing? Like, I mean, the defense was doing their job. And it felt like the same script where like the past three or four years, the Panthers defense kind of keeps them in all these games. And by the time you get to the fourth quarter, they just look wore out. And like that's usually when that other team kind of puts that nail in the coffin. It, this just felt like two teams that are going to be around 500 the whole year that both still have deficiencies, both still have depth issues – but they both still—they both have strength. They're just not what am I matching strength, and kind of saw like I can't you say was right is. about. Well, that she bungled uh, her dream hey, guess If you don't, oh. if
2: you don't pause, dream whatever on that the is. Protection with progressive. <laughs> what? <laughs> there is something going on in your in, 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 uh, house. In oh,
1: I can't hear anything. An you still hear something? Oh yeah.
2: CEO, we're um, in front of her house.
1: It's the ESPN. There you go. Let's turn it off. Let's yeah. just it. <laughs> sorry. It wasn't.
0: I muted it on my side, so like I muted the tab, so it wasn't even planned for me
1: anymore. Um. <laughs> Not bad, I mean, I, I thought I thought Carolina was in the game all the way until they got backed up at the one, and then at that point, you just kind of knew unless they hit on that deep ball to mango it was going to be tough sledding from there was, because was that the one Atlanta was going to have wide open or short field, and yeah,
0: was that the one with the horse collar tackle? Yeah, right I, I, I
1: still don't understand that, and I'm with Frank because when, when we saw it in the box, I thought it would just be a re kick or repunt. Yeah, because, possibly. I mean, what happens if, say, Amir returns that to midfield? They just give him the ball midfield? Like, I don't understand that. So why would it huh. Why would it go to where the ball was spotted at? Like, I, I don't – and, and I think Frank said something about that. The way it was explained to him was that because it was two personal fouls. But, again, that doesn't make sense. And this is – I mean, this is going off topic here, but, I mean, we, we kind of – talked about it back in the preseason a little bit too when it happened, fumbling the ball through the back of the end zone is a ridiculous rule too. I mean, those are two things that, that could change games. Yeah. So I, I don't know why the ball was spotted at the one there. I, I think you just you just call it a wash and re-kick the play – or redo the play.
0: Yeah, that, that would be the logical thing to do. So I was surprised when – it almost looked like they put – they penalized us and not the foul. Yeah, because
1: what's – where's the – the penal, penalization uh, from Atlanta, they it got just up, goes away.
0: Yeah, so I, that was confusing. I, I didn't understand that. And yeah, you're right. That was kind of the point in the game where I'm like, all right, we have we we did have a long drive earlier in the game, but it was kind of a mixture. It felt like the game that Frank Wright was calling was the right game to call uh, for the game. It was a lot of short passes, moving the chains. They ran really well. They ran for like, well, I took it down. It was like 100 and something yards. 100. Cuba. Yards. Chuba, yeah, Chuba that, played really well.
1: that, that may have been Chuba Hubbard's best game. That was yes. a good sign. That was Chuba a really good sign. In
2: these holes, like he knew where things were going to open up, setting up blocks. Listen, like, yeah, the inside sh- was good. like the inside shoulder, like setting up blocks with his offensive lineman. Like, you don't know how crucial it is for a running back to be able to set up blocks. An Offensive lineman doing his job. And you set him up to finish it, like offensive linemen thrive on that. And so the run the I mean, the offensive line, you know, they did a great job blocking, but kudos to Chuba. Um, yeah, I agree with you, Scholar. This is def- this was definitely one of his best games. Um, I mean, I have to go back to you know, the Detroit Lions game as his best game to me. Mm, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it was cold and opportunity was there to run all over Detroit but (laughs) you still have to do it so um but man all one of the things I said last week was I want to see them rush for more yards and they did that you know against a team that is actually you know they they quote unquote tried to build themselves to be a run team and yes they did run the ball on us for 130 yards but we finished the game with 150 foot. right so I appreciate y'all for, you know, listening to your boy and uh, go ahead and, you know, do what you do in the run game.
1: And that's so. the biggest thing with backs, and Stu knows all about this. Like, if you can't pass protect, it's hard to become a three-down back in the
2: league. He like did really a great can. job pass protection as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And,
1: and that's the thing that's been one of the biggest knocks on him since he came to the league. So to see him make that step in week one, that's great, great signs. especially when you need to have depth at that position.
2: Um yeah, definitely probably kudos to Deuce Staley for that too. Catching yeah. him up. Yes.
0: Uh Sanders had 72 yards on 18 carries. Chuba had uh 60 yards on nine carries. What happened? Where did LaVisca Chenault go? Like he was out there first half. They were using him, and then it felt like they just forgot they had him in the second mm-hmm. half. They didn't really use him at all, <laughs> like in anything.
1: Um, yeah, it looked like he was gonna be heavily featured at first. Yeah, yeah, that,
0: yeah, that fizzled out. That, that kind of Swiss Army knife uh, joker role that actually Cordell Patterson was supposed to play, he was out, so he didn't play. Uh, Again,
2: it's hard to use it's hard to utilize a player like that when you don't have a deep threat. So
0: yes, And that actually brings us to our Tell the truth Tuesday. Um, what fellas, what was something you saw from the Panthers that you did not expect to see good or bad from Sunday?
2: Uh, Steve, I'll start off with you. Tell the truth, Tuesday. Well, I didn't expect to see Bryce throw two picks. Um, same guy, <laughs> <to> the, <laughs> same spot, same guy. Um, but you know, I'm not, I'm not concerned about it, and nor should the rest of the Panther Nation be concerned. Um, you know, I think he has an op- he has a great opportunity Monday Night Football to come out and really showcase you know, what he's learned from his first regular season NFL football game. And so I think we we bounce back, um, but I was definitely surprised to see that. Uh, yeah, that's an obvious, but I'm going to go ahead and say the obvious. Skyler,
1: <laughs> you're Tell the Truth Tuesday. Uh, I'll i go with what we just talked about in Chuba. I mean, I, I didn't expect that. I mean, especially because it's been kind of quiet regarding him in the preseason because I mean, he was in and out of camp and had some injuries. But um, for him to kind of show up and have that game, I I didn't expect him to, to be essentially the most efficient running back on the field for the Panthers on Sunday. So um, Sanders had some runs, but it to me it felt like Chuba was more consistent in this game all the way around. And uh, that, that one caught me by surprise. I did not expect that at all. Because I would even said, I think maybe a week or two ago, I don't know what the staff really thinks of Truba. Because, you know, we've been hearing so much about Miles being RB1, RB1. And, you know, again, he had been hurt. So we don't really know what he looks like in this offense. And then all of a sudden, he comes out and shuts everybody up, including myself. So mm-hmm. there you go. I For me, um,
0: I think I, after watching that game, and I saw a uh, a pass chart for Bryce Young for that game. And it was kind of oh, like, yeah. like where it's all like within 10 yards, basically. To me, that had to be by design. Like, I mean, they came into that game with that game plan and they kind of stuck to it. And honestly, if you watch the game, it was 10-10, mm-hmm. like start of the fourth quarter, I think it was. So it was a it was a kind of a rock fight between the two teams. My tell the truth Tuesday is that I don't think and Skylar, you've said this before. I don't think that there's a number one receiver on this roster. Now, that doesn't mean they can't win football games. You can win a football game without a number one wide receiver. There's really only – we really want to tell the truth. There's really only like 10 number one receivers in the entire league. Like really like the the name, I'm a number one – like a Tyreek Hill. That's a number one wide receiver. Yeah, Tyreek Hill is alpha. <laughs> that, that is that is him. Like he, <laughs> he is that guy. Now, we don't – I don't know if we have anybody like that. Um, yeah. If Chark is going to be our deep threat <clears throat> and he's dealing with a hamstring – that's a problem. Like y'all mentioned at the beginning of the episode, those things linger. So if we're waiting on him to get back to be able to get out there to be the deep threat, that means we need a second deep threat. <laughs> we need another guy. And it, it brings me back to them cutting shy Smith. Like it felt like he could have been the one that at least maybe tried to take the top off of the defense, but we didn't even try. As far as I think we had a couple of shots downfield where he mean- go, and then he had Marshall like on one, but.
1: Shia's just not consistent enough. I mean, he can run, but I don't know that he's somebody that can consistently make plays downfield. Like, I think that's still you're waiting on DJ for that. But I'll just you throw this have, out there.
2: You also have uh, Demir Bird too. Yeah, right. Like Demir Bird was, mess. he messed yeah. up his hamstring as well. So I think well, we, we we I think we tried to address the the speed dynamic there. It's just those guys too fast. They <laughs> ran they, they
1: ran out their legs. Yeah, they ran and they out. Ran out
2: yeah, they ran up out of their legs.
0: <laughs> but the, the the jarring thing for me, though, I think at the end of that game was a reality type moment. Like we picked the Panthers collectively to go ten and seven. This is not a ten win team. Like I don't know what they're gonna be. It's not a ten-win team. It's not through their own fault. They're just like you're
2: supposed to tell one truth, Desmond.
0: I'm sorry, man. I'm I'm in my heart today. Like I can't I no. sleep on you it. To, like about to you know put what?
2: Sucking your mouth.
0: <laughs> they still can make the playoffs. They still can win this division. But like, are they a double-digit win team? I don't. Yes, think, so they're losing games. You lose games. You're supposed to win. Like they have that vibe. They're going to win games. They're not supposed to win. They're going to lose games they're not supposed to lose. And I think we all picked them to beat the Falcons in this game. I, I'm still picking them to beat the Saints. You're,
2: overre- you're overreacting. I, I, it's Overreaction damn. Monday or Dude Tuesday. Our, our number one cornerback's probably oh, going to be out for a while. We don't have geez. a deep red at wide receiver.
0: Oh, Having said all that, we still have talent. Relax. We have stuff there. We're just we're like a draft or two away from giving Bryce what he needs. I, I look at Tua in Relax. Miami. This is what, year three for Tua? How long did it take them to oh, really yeah. get everything around him? Like, you know, it took a couple of drafts. It took them paying twenty five yeah, million
2: gonna, to get. It's, ta- it's gonna, from. it's gonna take a while to be great.
1: Yeah, get and that's the today. temper expectations part that I'm at. Like, I'll throw this out there on September twelfth, twenty twenty three. It's because it's way, way, way long ways away. But T. Higgins might be a name you want to keep an eye on next offseason mm. because he and the Bengals apparently are not out to eye. yeah on a contract, contract. So yeah, yeah and he hey, Clemson like, kid mm, makes man. sense. You need a, a uh, go to guy. Jersey receiver. sales
0: can't keep them both, right? When you just gave Joe Burrow like a yeah.
1: quarter million dollars, yeah. like you got to let. You got to pay Jamar soon. Too. If I'm these quarterback
2: <laughs> quarterbacks, I'm looking at the you know the, the salary situation. I'm saying, man, I gotta I gotta at least you know share some money with my dogs. And that would I thought that was
0: what um. One of these quarterbacks that just signed wasn't that the thing they were saying that they wanted. It was Mahomes. Mahomes was saying he, he signed a friendly deal, friendly four hundred fifty right. million to,
1: yeah. years. <laughs> he still makes three hundred million o- outside of football. Dude. Yeah,
0: yeah, and but. he's got, he, he get a chance to re up like in a, a next year or two. Like he gets to go back in there and redo that deal again. So like he's he's just flipping guaranteed money at this point. Like every three years, and every time the market resets, now he can go in there and get what what's Burroughs' average like fifty. Seven billion, something like that. He can go in now and be like, give me
2: 63. <laughs> like, watched. all right. Listen, <laughs> I'm going back to these Panthers, man. Everybody chill chill out. Yeah. I know we got depth issues. We got issues. There's a lot of teams that got issues though after week, after week one. Let me go through this list. Okay. Browns, Bengals. Who won that game? Uh Browns. Convincing. Who was supposed to, who was supposed <laughs> to win that game? Bengals. Bengals. <laughs> Okay, Jaguars, Colts. Jaguars won that game. They were supposed to win that. Yeah, Vikings, Buccaneers. Who was supposed to win that game? Vikings. Kirkers. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Kirk Cousins. Buccaneers won that game. Saints, Titans. Who was supposed to win that game? That one I know I don't even <laughs> <laughs> that one's kind of a toss of coin. Like we were free for all, huh? Yeah. That was a like free-for-all.
0: Who could lose as far as we care? Like flip the, flip coin. the
2: coin. Whip the coin. Who cares? Hopefully Titans beat the Saints, but they didn't. They did not. <laughs> 49ers Steelers. Who won that game? That that was an eye-opener. Uh 49ers. The 49ers are probably the 49ers the best team in the NFL, by the way. I think they are. <laughs> I think they are. Um, because they beat the brakes off the Steelers. Like, Even, look,
0: how many times, how many times have you seen Mike Tomlin in a post-game press conference with just nothing really to say? Like he's just like, we just got destroyed. <laughs> yeah, man, <laughs> like, they just, we just got, got destroyed we, we
2: got <laughs> side swapped. All aspects All right. of the game. Uh Commanders, Cardinals. Commanders. The Cardinals, are okay. Fire. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, but I'll tell, I you, believe, one, I, I I in tell you one thing, though. The Cardinals, <laughs> the Cardinals was putting up a fight. What in the first three quarters? It's week one. They'll get that, they'll get that world yeah. beat out of them eventually. <laughs> <laughs> like, they know, <laughs> <laughs> they know what's called. Right. Ravens, Texans. We knew the Ravens gonna win that. Hey. Packers, Bears. Uh, Packers. Packers, we found out about Jordan Love. Uh, uh Raiders, Broncos.
1: I'm 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 glad <laughs> I'm the glad the Broncos won the Raiders. Who's the quarterback for the Raiders? Jimmy G. Jimmy oh, that's G,
2: right. baby. Uh, yeah. mm, mm. Who was supposed to win that?
1: I would say probably the Broncos, but whoever the home okay. team was, probably. Well
2: the Raiders won that. Nah, Jimmy G. <laughs> Patriots, Eagles. It should have been Eagles, Eagles convincingly. Okay. It, it was
0: not convincing. But, but it
2: wasn't convincingly. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Patriots hey. Patriots did the thing. Dolphins, Chargers. Now that
0: was a fun That's, game. Yeah, yeah. I, that, could, that could go either way. That was way. A really, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> the Dolphins. All right. <laughs>
2: the Seahawks <laughs> and the Rams. We forgot about them, damn Rams. We picked, the Seahawks.
0: <laughs> we picked the Seahawks to go to the Super Bowl, didn't we? <laughs> oh, no, no, we didn't. We almost <laughs> we got, did. We got them in the NFC Championship game.
2: <laughs> Man, listen. Listen, all right, we got to do more predictions. We got, we'll do like, a, 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 that was our first quarter prediction. We're going to do two, we're going to have four quarters of predictions this year. So that was our first quarter prediction. At, at the second quarter, we have another prediction. Oh my gosh. Cause that was, uh, I, I was going to come in here. Yo, I'm going to tell you why we messed I'm going to tell you why we're Cause we bad, both son. of
0: y'all were like, look, okay. These two guys right here convinced me Dallas was going to be horrible. They go out and drop a 40 burger. We'll leave a donut for dessert for uh, the Giants. They picked the yeah. Giants to win the com- the division. We got the Giants. Don't don't get
1: sucked in. Two yeah, This, listen, this every year. We it was the raining outside.
2: Do. Some guys just don't like the rain, man. But <laughs> I thought about the. whole <laughs> night.
1: I was like watching it. Like
0: this looks like a kid like getting bullied at school. Like this looks yeah, really man. bad. Really like, like, they the whole, half. <laughs>
2: they whole half. You, hey, I'll tell you why I'm mad. Go for it. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna tell you why we mad, son. I'm gonna tell you why we mad, son. New York football Giants. What are y'all doing? Daniel Jones in the game. <laughs> what are y'all doing? <laughs> like, get him out of the game. You got a, You got 16 games left. You ain't proving no points out, out there on that new turf where people can, like, I don't know what that feels like out there. It looks like it's probably springy and all kinds yeah. of stuff. Got the, got the specks of rubbering <laughs> guys' eyes in the rain. Like, listen. Get that man out of the game. If you oh. if you are down 40 points at any point later in the season, do not out. do this again. Him Get him out of the game. He dreamed
0: of I, Michael Parsons the whole night. Like when he went home and went to sleep, Michael Parsons was just terrorizing him. <laughs> him. You, know, you know what's so
1: funny? You know what's so funny is we've been talking about it, and everyone has, all offseason. This could be a New York Super Bowl. Yeah. And then look what happens in the first week of the dang season.
0: That is not. That's oh not my crap. god! <laughs> that no, just man. Like all these, the experts, the the, anal- the analysis, all the stuff we do, looking at last season, looking at stats, who they brought on yeah, roster. None of
2: it matters, I mean, man. Nothing, man. Listen, once they put the none of. In there. <laughs> look! Look! If you getting on here for our professional prediction, <laughs> you really going out there and using this to yo like betting to go needs. to Battle Line,
0: if you're going over to Battle Line, you're <laughs> <Listen>, doing <here. laughs>
2: shame on you because, especially going into the season, don't nobody know nothing. We don't know okay, we don't know <laughs> nothing, but I can tell you this. <laughs> on that second quarter of the season, these predictions are gonna get nice and tight. Yeah, we're gonna be good to go. <laughs> we're <gonna be> buttoned <laughs> up little, by yeah, we just gotta gonna gonna get a be buttoned up, up. up by then. So you know <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. when you need to make your uh fantasy football drafts and, and or your, your trades later on in the season, we'll give you some advice. We're in
0: learning season right now. <laughs> exactly. So this yes. is our preseason. We're using this yeah. is our preseason, we're like like the like the Patriots used to do. They take the first four games. That's kind of their real preseason. It's our preseason. JT says maybe four quarterbacks look good week one. Every other quarterback struggle. Let's talk about it. The offense is always behind the first couple of weeks. I think that's every level, in it? High school, college, pro. Usually the defenses are way ahead in the first month. Except for uh, two or three for like <laughs> freaking
2: 400 yards. <laughs> it, it helps when you got a receiver that is yeah. alpha and omega.
0: Tyreek Hill is just running <laughs> under football. It's like, I, I don't know if I've ever seen this, but maybe Randy Moss, but like he's doing it yeah. in a way where like, Tua is just throwing it. <laughs> he's yeah. just throwing he it, just down throw the it field. anywhere.
2: Like, and, oh, it's over to the left. Let me go yeah. over there. He just runs yeah.
0: underneath it, and like he looks like he's running like at a different speed
2: than everybody else. Yes. Like, it's like a cartoon, bro. Yeah. It's like a cartoon. You know
1: what? You know what? Mike McDaniel's game plan is every week. He writes it on the board. It's just number one: get Tyreek the ball. That's, <laughs> That's a good plan. All That's you gotta
0: <laughs> do. Hey, it's gonna work. And it's crazy too because you think about if he had stayed in Kansas City that wouldn't have been, just been not fair cuz he's getting better like without yeah. <laughs> without Pat Mahomes like th- this is just nuts to me what they're doing and we kind of we did put Miami into our playoffs so we didn't overlook them but we I don't think we thought they could win the the, the conference or the division yeah. and I think they
2: Miami Dol- the Miami Dolphins in my second quarter are going to be high on my list
0: yeah, I think for me too. Now, again, on the interim report
2: card, this could,
0: this could be an overreaction.
2: Do you believe? I kind of believe
0: no. in it. <laughs> I kind of believe in it all from what I saw. Like, if they're going to do that or at least a portion of that in every game, they're going to be good to go. Uh, other quarterbacks that played well this past week, I'm trying to think of who else uh, had a good game. Didn't hurt. Herbert had a good game in that loss, didn't
2: he? Yeah. Herbert um, had a good game. Uh, Jordan Love had a good game. Jordan Love. Uh, you know I think Richardson had a good game he did
0: he had a well for the three rookies he probably had the best side of the three uh I want to say Jared Goff had a good game detroit he was he was pretty good uh yeah. from what yeah. i remember. he he seemed like, <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like he was um uh, he yeah. still had he's a
1: pick him. in like nine hundred years of everything. yeah
0: he's he's really good he's actually really good like was not he the number one overall pick the year he came yeah. out, he's yeah We've kind of thrown him away with him in Detroit. He
2: did he I right last year. He didn't, yeah. do all, he, didn't, he didn't play that well this past game, though. I, I mean, he he, he played better than I expected him to. Maybe <clears throat> I should have said it that way. Like, I was surprised. I was surprised. Okay. <laughs> I, was surprised. Yeah. I was like, wow, I offside here. He, he managed the game really well. Yeah. Uh, and so did Baker Mayfield manage the game pretty well. Uh, uh, but, y'all said I
1: was crazy when I said the Bucks might be better than everyone thinks.
2: But. Yeah. I still don't yeah, think they very we, we called good. you crazy. Yeah, I don't think but it really
1: is week crazy. one. It is week one. It's I week still one. may be crazy.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, let's see. The before we get out of here, because we got a couple minutes, well, I'm gonna preview real quick uh the Saints. Uh and really it's so early in the year. Was anybody did you see any of the highlights from Saints and Titans? Like I wasn't uh, yeah, by that's one. on my that's on my
1: docket today. Okay, I don't think
0: the Saints they're one and which is great, good for them, but I'm not going into this Monday night game thinking that it's a daunting task to beat uh, Derek Carr and the New Orleans Saints. Like We just got to not turn the ball over. Yeah,
2: just don't give it to them. <laughs> don't give yeah. them the ball when we have it. I think, they, I think they got like uh, – Tanning Hill threw maybe three. Three picks. Like it. See? It's just yeah, turnovers. You can't, win, you can't win games like that, especially when you got a dang if tank you, in the back backfield from Derek Henry. If you, you, force,
1: three, Henry, yeah, if you oh. force three turnovers and only score 16 points and win by one, that should be all you need to know about that. Team. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Same with the Falcons and us like they that game, they should have won 30 something to 10, like with the three where we gave them to them. They did score on those. But shout out to the Carolina defense, because in my mind, they really only gave up seven points like the whole day. And that was at the end in the fourth quarter uh, where they were just kind of gassed. But and shout out to Brian Burns. I want everybody that's out there. It was all like, um, oh, Brian Burns disappeared in the second half or whatever.
2: You do Man. not know
0: what football second is. Second
2: half adjustments yeah. are having you to you be made. I'm going to tell you why we mad, son.
0: The Atlanta head coach came out at the end of the game and was like, we schemed away from Ryan Burns <laughs> in the second half. Yeah. Like he was a terror. He had a sack and a half, seven tackles, a bunch for loss. They they could not defend him. <laughs> they could yeah. not defend Ryan Martz. And all of a sudden, there's fans like, oh, well, why did you out do that in the second half? It's because they ran away mm-hmm. from him. <laughs> they literally ran the other way and yeah. kept him out of plays. And
2: Desmond that man for playing without the contract extension, too. What do you do when you got a dog on the leash or off a leash? I mean it's my dog. <laughs> <laughs> my dog. If you have a dog off a leash, <laughs> you either run away, yeah, or you tell the owner or go find the owner and you put him back in his cage. Okay. I don't
0: know what Brian Burns. Brian
2: Burns was a dog in the first half. <laughs> So you have to put that man in a cage, yeah. and that's what they did. Second half, they had to make a lot of adjustments to make sure that man was not on the lead, on the loose.
0: What the Giants did not do with Micah Parsons, uh, in yeah, the second they should have
2: put like, Michael Parsons in a cage immediately <laughs> in the first quarter. <laughs> they should have did I, that out the gate. Like, I, hey, look, we're going into the game and we're <laughs> putting him in the cage.
0: <laughs> they did not. You know. and, <laughs> Bern, yeah, and Burn And burnt. I loved his uh, post game. I listened to his post game, and he was just basically like, you know. God's with me. I'm not worried about getting hurt. Uh, I think Vashti yeah. uh, from Carolina Blitz asked him, uh, "What are your plans for the season?" He's like, "I'm playing. I'm here." Like he's under contract. He's he's getting yeah. 16 million for the year, so he's gonna play. But before we get out here, real quick, Sky, have you gotten any updates on? Are they still negotiating, or has that tapered off since the season started? Or so
1: he had. He didn't really get into specifics. Of, but my my sense around it is is that they probably still are talking. But I don't. Think there's going to be anything done anytime soon? I think this. I, I said it from the beginning that it would shock me if anything happened before the end of the season. I think this will go into the off season. Um, unfortunately for him, you know, you want to see a guy like of his caliber get paid before something potentially could happen. But um, I mean, yeah, he was he was a different guy, man. Like, it, and he's kind of been like that in the locker room like the last week. And you just see him in there, and I know he wasn't going to talk to anybody, but he would just sit in his locker. And just sit there and eat his food and just kind of mind his business. And even if he doesn't talk to media, he's still joking around being this you know exuberant guy that just a joy to be around. And it's just like he was so locked into whatever he was thinking about. And and that's probably all the the struggles that he had been talking about mentally, that he was going through with all this, and you know, Justin Houston told him to just cut the world off, talk to God, and yeah. and and that's what he did. So, and he he just he felt like a different player on game day after that game. Very humble. He just felt like it's almost like he he flipped the switch and he's like a new guy. Mm-hmm. And it's a good new. It's it, not that the old Brian Burns was bad by any means, but it just seems like this guy is more humble about the situation. Not that he w- wasn't before, but he just understands. The business side of it, and he understands that no matter what, things are going to happen the way they're supposed to happen, and you like to see
0: that. Every week they wait to pay that man; his price goes up because if he's going to play like that every week, it's just if he get, gets fifteen to twenty up, sacks, whew, that's both some money. You're going to get both some money, like because I, I saw their stats side by side for. You know, he could like, get mm-hmm. more than Bosa.
1: Yeah, and I'm not it's saying a- that to be to to try and you know be that's a clickbait person here, but I mean let's be yeah. honest. Because he, he does more than Bosa, let's be real.
0: Like, he he does, he actually will cover. He'll go out in the flat and flatten cover, like running backs going out. He'll, he'll, he'll get into sacks. He defends the run. Bosa's really more of a sack guy. Burns can do a couple more things than Bosa can do, in my opinion. Now, does that mean he gets paid – what did Bosa get? 30-something per? 32? 34 a year on average. Or, uh, 34. I mean, are we seriously talking about Brian Burns getting like 36, thirty six,
2: <laughs> thirty <laughs> <laughs> defensive end? I mean, he's our best player. Is he not our best yeah. player on the roster? He's the best. He is the best player on the roster. Pay him. Pay yeah. that man. Like,
0: there's no reason for this to keep going on. Every time. What's I mean, the two I'm positions
1: wrong? you play? Or the three positions you pay in the NFL? Quarterback, quarterback left tackle, defensive, defensive end. end. Mm-hmm. Pay him, and then or cornerback pass right, after, like, a
0: quarterback right after that. Like, that's well, wide receiver's creeping up there now too. Um. But yeah, pay that man. I'm gonna
2: I'm 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 say, I'm gonna say it all year, and you pay the ball carriers.
0: Yes, period. pay them yeah. too, because they're touching the rock twenty five a quarter of the game. Like I mean, yeah. they deserve to get the money too. Um, yeah. we got you out here. It's it's Tuesday morning. All three of us got all kinds of stuff going on. I didn't see anything official drop regarding Aaron Rodgers, but, uh, but he's hurt. He's hurt, and he's they're already talking about bringing in somebody else. So we're pretty sure that um that it's going to probably be a season ending injury when they do finally announce probably about noon, they'll probably pop it up on the ESPN. So keep an eye on that. Um, we'll be back next Tuesday. So we'll actually have almost immediate reactions after uh Monday night football Panther saints. Uh, it's a seven o'clock kick on ESPN. Uh, no. Yeah. On ESPN. Um, there's two Monday night football games that night. Another one's at eight o'clock. I can't remember who it is, but yeah, um, Panthers playing the Saints at seven at Bank of America Stadium. Uh, Scholar will be in the house. I don't know if Stu's going or not. Um,
2: yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be uh doing. I'm doing the keep pounding drum. Oh, hey, okay. I'm so, gonna try to I'm gonna try break it.
0: Yeah, break I'm try the try to break it. it. <laughs> so check out <clears throat> Stu on the keep pounding drum home opener, first home game for Bryce uh, Young and company and uh, Frank Wright and company as well. So it's just one game, guys. It's just one game. It was three turnovers. Just. Everybody relax. We got a long season to go. (laughs) Don't burn it all out. Don't burn it all out. And uh, and the immortal words of of our guy, uh, Dion, is going to be with us all year. Do you believe? Yes, I believe. (laughs) 32 teams. Everybody's got a a former NFL player on it. Definitely check out the Believe uh, Podcast Network, presented by Bet Online. We'll be back next Tuesday. Keep out. Thank you for listening to Believe.